0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck, so we can realize our greatest potential. If you're totally new to frequency work, one of your first questions will likely be, where do I start? Whether you're brand new or you know someone who's curious about exploring frequency work, but you don't know how to help guide them, today we're answering that question. After the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root
1: of the issue. Let's get started. So, Karen, Spherical Luminosity puts out a lot of content, yeah. right? There's this podcast, there's GFCs, be them group or individual, mm-hmm. there's the Living Your Brilliance series, mm-hmm. there's live YouTube channel things yeah. going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And they're all great, but for someone who's new, where the heck should they start? Yeah. It can be kind of overwhelming because there's so much stuff
0: yeah yeah it's like drinking out a fire hose yeah so um well i think for somebody totally brand new um the the thing that you um may want to know first is that there's two components to what spherical luminosity offers so um a lot of what i offer is um the intellectual or mental understanding or frameworks to help you understand how it is that frequencies shape your world and a better understanding of the kind of like behind the curtain look of why things are the way they are. So um, there's the mental aspect of things, which is like things like this kind of conversation. And then the second component are, and those, I'm sorry, just to go back to the mental thing, Um, if you have a, a course like Coherence Mastery, it's not just a mental framework for understanding, it's also tools to empower you so that when you are hitting bumpy patches or whatever is going on in your life, you have tools at the ready to be able to keep your frequency resonance high. Okay, mm-hmm. And if you don't know what um, that means in terms of being on the higher end of your frequency bandwidth, uh, then you may want to check out the episode called Mastering Your Frequency Bandwidth, which is within this, um, if you're on the YouTube Live channel, you'll see it there. And if you're on listening to the podcast, you'll see it in the list of the podcasts that we've issued. So that's the first component. And the mind is important because that's how we primarily understand the world. Okay. And so a lot of times I'm speaking to your mind so that it can understand what's happening and so it can relax, so something else can happen. Mm-hmm. Now, the second component of what we offer, which is the most important component, which is actually frequency work. So frequency work is working at the frequency level to remove the distortion patterns that keep you stuck okay, and to increase your frequency resonance. What does that mean? Okay, so most people, like you and I have discussed in... Um, different episodes and if you're if you're curious about on um, the five most important things about frequency work go ahead and listen to that if you're brand new because that's a super good overview as well yeah, that's true. Um, so in any case so uh, frequency work addresses things at the frequency level which is where everything originates so I'm going to back up even further okay so for some of you this will be review but I always feel like if you understand the basics and at, at some point it becomes like an aha moment you're like oh that's why things are the way they are so in any case Everything is vibrating. Okay. Now the rate of vibration dictates what form that thing is in, right? So if you think about water vibrating, at when the molecules vibrate very high, it's steam. When the molecules slow down a vibrational rate, it becomes liquid. And when it slows down even more, it becomes solid, like ice. So everything and everything is about vibrational level, everything, because everything is vibrating. And so, just like water changes from steam, which is like a gas, all the way down to the density of solidity, it goes much further than that because it's way beyond the physical. Mm. So everything vibrates on the physical level all the way up through consciousness, which vibrates at a very high level. And then if you have pure source or the oneness or the divine, that vibrates at an even higher level. Now, when I speak about pure source, it's really that very, 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 very high level of consciousness from which everything derives and from to which everything returns. Okay? So... In order to have anything that's in form, you actually need a lower level frequency of resonance than oneness, right? Because it's out there vibrating at a very, very high rate. It's not embodied. So in order to have anything but the oneness, there needs to be a a drop in vibrational level, which causes frequencies to exist. And then as that vibrational rate slows down even more, it becomes energy. And as that slows down even more, it becomes physical form or density or emotions, thoughts. Okay? So all it is is something that is going from very high in resonance, slowing down into things that we call consider to be form.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, everything is dictated by frequency. So if you're running around on the on the physical level trying to change things, it's really difficult too, because that's just the level that they show up at. But that's not the origination of the actual problem or the, the challenge. The, the challenge is a reflection of what's happening at frequency level which is much higher in resonance and that's created by what I call distortion pattern. So distortion is simply something that keeps us separate from the oneness or pure source or the divine or whatever you want to call it. And um, if we back up again and uh, you, for me when I perceive things we are these spheres of pure source energy that emerge from the oneness or pure source. And then we choose to have an embodied experience. So we drop into physical form. So we drop in our physical resonance and come into a physical form. As soon as that happens, there are things, uh, what, what to me look like layers and layers of duct tape that form around that sphere of pure source energy. Now that pure source sphere okay, is you. And the thing that makes it you is a very specific unique rate of vibration. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that sphere. It's beautiful. Okay, it, it is actually aware that it is part of everything, but what happens is that you have layers and layers and layers and layers of this duct tape that form around the sphere, so it loses sight of the fact that pure source is everywhere in all directions around it. It loses sight of itself and it gets very very heavy, and so its resonance level starts to drop a little bit because it's got all this crud around it. Okay, those layers of duct tape are metaphors for what I call distortion patterns. It's like all these layers of like um, filters, these denser patterns that filter or give us a certain um, perception of reality and it calls a certain reality to us. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have this heaviness, this density. So when I'm working on frequency level, frequency work, which is again the second component of what I do, which is the most important, is we're at the point in time where consciousness is high enough and someone like me has cleared enough of their distortions to be able to release those layers of duct tape that's the game changer that is where change really starts to happen because you're changing things at the source of the problem which is at frequency level
1: and and like you've said the goal is not to remove all of the distortion patterns just enough to get your resonance high yeah. to start feeling good or, yeah.
0: right different, different or shifting yeah, sh- yeah shifting in terms of your reality what yeah. you get to experience the magic you have the abundance you have all that sort of stuff right
1: so a lot of new people have asked me um, how did how do you do it over the phone or through right and not in person yeah want to speak to that yeah yeah yeah
0: that's a great question i love that question it's because frequency work doesn't occur in the time bound it occurs in the timeless and you might be like "Ah."
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) what did she just say Mm -hmm. okay so to understand time i really recommend episode 80 which is what is time okay then you'll understand what time is because it's actually a whole um, half an hour discussion about what time is so What we, frequency work, occurs beyond time, this space-time resonance, okay? It occurs in the timeless, or what I would call the eternal now, okay? So there's two forms of time. So this is probably a longer answer than some of you want, but when you get it, you'll be like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. So there's two forms of time. There's the eternal now. So everything on spirit level happens now, right now. Everything is happening in the present moment. Now, for us with brains and the idea of linear time, we're like, what? How can everything possibly be happening right now that's not possible? That's because our brains can't compute at that level. Just imagine, like trying to understand what that even means, like infinite things happening all at the same time, you're like, what? It's mm-hmm. like we make your mind blow up. You mm-hmm. just can't handle it. Exactly, your mind can't process it because it's not a big enough like computer, like uh, it's not able to compute all of that. Whereas you as a consciousness can, because you're infinite, mm-hmm. right? You compute at a much higher level. For our minds, because we're human, We can't understand the eternal now. It doesn't even, we can't even understand infinite. Like it just doesn't make sense to us. So what we do is we compress time, okay? We can flatten it just like the way that we flatten music to create an MP3, Mm -hmm. right? You have all this beautiful sound and music. And then, you know, if you listen to something live, it's very rich, Mm -hmm. but then to send things over our phones, we compress all that data to make an MP3 so we can send it as data and we can still hear the sound, but it's not as rich. It doesn't have all the nuances, okay? We do the same thing with time. We compress time to make it linear so we have past, present, future that our brains can understand. Mm -hmm. But it's a, a human creation. So when I'm working at the frequency level, I'm working in the eternal now, okay, which is at the level of consciousness. And that affects the physicalness because your physicalness is a mirror of frequency so it doesn't matter where you're physically located because I'm working on you not on your physical body I'm working on you at the frequency level which happens beyond time-space in the eternal now mm-hmm. and that's why I can resolve past lives
1: because mm-hmm. I can
0: at the eternal now everything is happening now so I can access all the different timelines all the different time-space and space-time realities mm-hmm. and alter them there mm-hmm. at the source of the pro- you see what I'm saying I'm not yep. bound by linear time right. so that's why I don't have to be physically proximate to you to do the work. It's not required. Because and that's why doing. you
1: can re-listen to things that you've done yeah. like live and it's still just as powerful.
0: Totally, okay. yes, because you don't have to be physically proximate. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in another thing, which mm-hmm. also may make some people's brain convert, mm-hmm. is that the work is given at multiple levels of consciousness. So it will adjust to you. So meaning, if you've noticed this, even if you read a book, for example, like if you read a book two years ago and you read it now, what you get from the book is probably different because you probably are a different person. Yeah. It's the same with frequency work, but much more nuanced. So as you shift in your frequency resonance, if you listen to a replay of a certain, whatever you're listening to, a deep dive or a GFC or whatever, then what happens is you're brought into, so it's not that the frequencies are in the recording. A lot of people think the frequencies are in the recording. They're not. The recording pulls you into the timestamp at which the frequency work was given, which brings you into that internal now access point where the work happened. So irrespective of where you are in your consciousness or how high or you've become in terms of your frequency resonance, it's still working on you because it's mm. given at multiple levels of consciousness. Mm. I know that's a little much for some people.
1: Yeah, but for some I'm yeah. sure could handle it, yeah. others who don't quite get it, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. yeah. This you don't is need to just, understand it this is just if you want to try and understand mm. we're providing it. it yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> totally but it is kind of intense yeah. yeah and i and i'll just say the more you kind of hear whether it's different podcast episodes or the more you hear yourself the more we hear you speak mm. about this mm. the kind of more and more um, familiar, it starts to sound exactly. And make more sense. Makes so more sense. Just give yeah. it some time if you're new. Yeah, and
0: also your frequency resonance will go up. So what you can hear and ingest right now yeah. depend- is dependent on how high your frequency resonance. It's very bizarre, but it's true. As your frequency resonance clears from releasing distortion patterns, what you can take in in terms of higher level resonating concepts or ideas changes. Ah, it's fascinating. That's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> even though this might seem like what is she talking about, they're just it's okay just be in the sound of my voice and know that on some level it's familiar to you and it will become
1: more so if you decide to journey with us into it again yeah perfect so karen i have another question
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh for people who are new Mm -hmm. and they're wanting to know where to start right Mm -hmm. we've given this information um what if i ask you how you started
0: yeah with this yeah yeah so um i totally will answer that and what i would say is for me i'm I'm a little different because I have tended to be kind of intense in my personality, uh, just before before I started. So I basically um, the way I tackled it was I went by topic. Okay, so for me, I was like, oh, I know what I have challenged with. So I would do any frequency work, having to do scarcity or like fear, anxiety patterns, or whatever. I started there. Mm. Okay, so one of the ways that you could start is if you have something physically based that you're trying to resolve. There's a lot of free stuff available at said, right? There's this podcast, so whether you're listening to it and listening to it or whether you're watching it on YouTube, if you want to start by topic, you can do that. If you want a really great roadmap for where everything is by topic, there's actually on sphericalluminosity.com um, under how it works, where to start, and that actually is a map by topic of different things, whether they be GFCs, deep dives, the podcast, which is free, Mm -hmm. um, that all is there. So if you want like a little map that might help you because you know what topic you want to address, go for that. Great. So I kind of did that approach. Um, Some people, what they do is they um, will, they start with um, trying to get a sense of who I am right? Which is what most people do, right? So like I said, there's tons of stuff on the YouTube channel. You can um, I recommend actually going through and uh, ep- watching episodes one and two, okay? Because a lot of people don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of free GFCs that I've given for community support during, you know, the yeah. coronavirus or... Um, for um, oppression or from, um, there's one for people who used to be part of cults. There's a whole bunch of different um, free GFCs that I've mm-hmm. given, which you can find on the products um, section of the website, which have been very powerful and people have written in saying that, like, have saved me. Yeah. So um, those are great things to start with. And then if you want to go deeper, then um, I would check out um, what's coming up in terms of the GFCs and deep dives, those are by topic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and see what calls to you, you know, start there. Yeah and see how you are with it. Yeah. Okay. And there is also a very important um uh episode that we are giving called um making some serious lemonade uh strengthening through detox that would be a good one to watch.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking back to what I did as yeah. well and I was going to say well how did you start? Yeah. So I started with the free um the GFCs at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, so those, you know, it's helpful to start with something free when you yeah. don't know what you're getting don't into. Too. Yeah. And I think it's great you offer a lot of valuable um, pieces of information that are free. So just because it's free doesn't mean it's like less than your mm-hmm. paid stuff. So mm-hmm. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. It's like just as great, you mm-hmm. know. So I started with that and I would do them, um, I think I started once a week and then I ended up going to every day. Oh wow. And sometimes twice a day. because <laughs> <laughs> like, You know, you see the change and it's yeah. really exciting. Um, and then I think I started doing individual sessions with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all, all over the phone. Um, the one-on-ones are nice because you get to specifics about, you know, you. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then from there, I would search through your deep dives and just look at topics that were interesting. Yeah. And then I go back and repeat things that I've done. Yeah. You know, so you kind of just hop around that way.
0: So what's really cool about what you did is that um, through doing the different things that you were um exploring especially coherence mastery it's a really i feel like a very helpful course because it like takes you through all the different distortions that you sort of come across and how to deal with them
1: from an intellectual
0: perspective gives you tools and then gives you very specific work on that
1: oh yeah the tools are great yeah and it's also something to go back and reference yes it's not like you know once you've done it you're good like it's it's timeless, I yeah. would say.
0: Yeah. yeah. What I would say is the important thing about coherence mastery and some of the deep dives also are that we address certain foundational, what I call foundational distortion patterns. And you and I have done an episode called um, the dis- worst distortions of them all. Yeah. Right. So if you don't know what that is, go check them out. So a foundational distortion pattern is essentially a distortion pattern that runs through everyone if you're human. Okay, it doesn't matter what your race is, your class, Uh, how old you are, it doesn't matter. If you're human, you have these. And they run through all of us things like, for example, fear of loss, right? So a lot of us will hang on to things because we're afraid of losing relationships or a situation or a job or whatever. Things like fear of loss or what I call um, absolute scarcity, where we feel like we have to have something else outside of ourselves to feel complete. Right, things like this that we're not even aware of Mm -hmm. that are huge, huge foundational distortion patterns that when you start to release those, those really start to change the game Mm -hmm. in terms of um, how you feel because they're so entrenched in the human experience. So I would Mm -hmm. say that was um, a really good thing for you to do. Yeah,
1: that's a great point, the foundational ones. Yeah. Um, And also, like now, I've been doing it for over a year, Mm -hmm. and... I have a friend who also just started uh, a little bit ago and we both do this to where, you know, if something comes up in our experience, we use the GFCs um, in any form Mm -hmm. that we just mentioned as a tool. So for example, uh, my friend's dog just passed away Mm. who she's, you know, she's had for her whole life pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a very challenging thing to go through. So Mm -hmm. she chose to go and look up fear of loss, GFCs and Mm -hmm. death and dying. And, you know, she, she, reached out and did those GFCs, and Mm -hmm. it's helped her a lot. Like She's noticed a big, as she told me, distance from the grief. Mm -hmm. She can feel the grief, right? She's a human, sees it kind of coming in and out, but it doesn't weigh her down and overwhelm her. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. That's really huge. That's awesome. So that's a place you could start, too. Like, if something's coming up, go to find that topic and use use it as a tool. Tool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's where I would say
0: um, to start. Um, So you can go by topic in the where to start page. You can go through the podcast, which is what a lot of people do to find topics that work best for you. And we've given people resources, then move into the GFCs, deep dives. Um, A lot of people, it's funny, will jump into living your brilliance Mm -hmm. because that is uh, something that a lot of people want to feel more of. Um And coherence mastery is a wonderful also um course to take you through if you want something very comprehensive. Right. Um, that's another thing. And so, um, depending on how gung- ho you are, if you were someone like me, you wanted to do everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. That is kind of like where you would I think the direction I would go in if I were starting again, yeah. having what I have available. Yeah, good.
1: Yeah, yeah, you offer so much variety for so many different people at different places yeah. in their life. so there's yeah. definitely something for everybody. yeah. Cool. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Tia.
0: For those of you who are new, we're about to start the group frequency calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for where to start. The purpose of this particular uh, GFC is to start to give you more momentum, irrespective of where you are. Okay, So whether you are uh, completely new and you don't know what this is, um, it will start to um, help you um, and whether you are, have been doing this for a while it uh, will do the same because irrespective of where you are in terms of your experience with frequency work, we always come to points uh, in our journeys where there is a new beginning. And in that new beginning, there is uncertainty. And in that uncertainty, we can sometimes um, falter or get lost or um, lose our way. So um, this will start to give you more momentum irrespective of what level you're at. So becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming very aware of the soles of your feet. hmm And for those of you who are more experienced, noticing more nuance, okay? So you're not just aware of the soles of your feet, you're noticing the more granular details, such as the space between your toes, or the length of your arch, the texture of whatever the soles of your feet are touching, not just in terms of perhaps a sock or stockings or whatever it is you have in your feet, But whatever is beyond that. So meaning if your feet are touching your own skin of another part of your body. Uh, Flooring. Bedding. Okay, so becoming more aware of all of these details. Good. And then... Bringing your attention to the curve of your lower back. Okay, so that would be between your waist and your tailbone in your back body. So just noticing this curve. Okay, so whether you're female or male, you have this curve, it's part of your spine. Just noticing what parts of the curve of your back are touching whatever it is that you may be lying down on or pressed up against if you're seated. Noticing your um, clothing, the texture of this against the curve of your back. For those of you more advanced, just noticing the structure and what weight it bears. Okay, whether you're lying down, sitting up, standing up, it does not matter. Just noticing the amount of weight that this part of your body bears. Good. Now please become aware of your breath without changing it at first. Just noticing it. Notice if you want to change it to make it, quote unquote, better. Or if you can just observe it. Good. And after you have observed your breath, for a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen. To elongate, to become more full. Mm-hmm. Noticing whether your breath can touch a part of the inside of your body that it has never been in before. And if you can imagine your breath starting to expand and to contract in all directions around you. So most people don't really think about the direction of their breath at all. And if they do, it's usually to the front of them or perhaps behind them. If you can imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you, this will start to help you to cultivate spherical awareness. Which is important if you want to uh, deepen your intuition, the information you receive uh, from higher self, to be open to creative solutions that are not necessarily linear, to open to more opportunities, possibilities, and abundance. It's extremely important. So just imagining your breath. Expanding and contracting in all directions around you. However you imagine that is just great. Good. Mm -hmm. And now, please bring your attention to your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings please notice the soundscape around you. Especially those little sounds that are repetitive, that are close to us, that sort of become white noise. So whether it's the whir of a computer, the hum of a fridge, the clinking of a heating system, just noticing all these little sounds the ones that are constant, the ones that are not. And please notice the direction from which they are coming. And for those of you who are more advanced, become aware of the relative distance from which that sound is coming. Okay, so let's imagine that you can hear the sound of the wind and the wind is to for the front right of you. And it's medium close, okay? Whatever that means to you, right? Whereas the sound of the computer whirring is behind you to the left and much closer, okay? within a few feet, for example. Becoming aware of the soundscape around you. Now, some of you can loosen your focus so much that you become aware of all of these layers of sensory information. Okay, Because you're not thinking. You're just being aware of all this multitude of sensory information. If that's your preferred way, go ahead and do that. There's no better than. It's just different. Excellent. Blinking your eyes open. And noticing the quality of the light.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Keeping your focus
2: soft. Good. It doesn't take
0: that long to notice the quality of the light. So keeping your eyes open, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, that means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of each of these objects and what they are is not important, please notice the distance between each object and you. So for example, If the dresser is about seven feet away from you, you you'll notice the distance between the dresser and you. It's always the object to you, okay? So, noticing the seven feet, approximately, or whatever your unit of measurement is, and then, more importantly, feeling the distance between the dresser and you. And then, doing the same thing for objects B and C.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Yep.
0: And whenever you've completed triangulation, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line and blinking your eyes closed. Breathing normally whenever you arrive here. Now let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you've finished that five count, Releasing your breath at the speed and intensity that you prefer. Holding your breath out for a count of six. And notice the speed at which you choose to count. Notice if you can hold the entire time or if you let yourself off a little earlier. Just notice what it is that you choose to do. And whenever you've completed that one single deep breath, breathing normally, and we're waiting for the mastermind to gel, to coalesce, to become more coherent, and as we wait for that to happen, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you. Just working you at, or I'm working, rather, with frequencies at a very high level. And to make physical noise only lowers the frequency resonance, which doesn't benefit you. And I also make physical sound. So if you hear me, you might hear me yawn or exhale sharply or sometimes hum. And that's how I often, but not always, release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you really resist, like it couldn't possibly be you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to explore further.
2: Good. So, now that the mastermind
0: has coalesced, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to Pure Source? that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of the vastness of this space, please imagine a brilliance that starts to expand from that very core or its very center. And as this brilliance starts to brighten and grow, Because you have your attention on it, it amplifies even more and expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, through your bone structure. out through your muscles and your flushed. Finally, out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance of your sphere or within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on frequency level to pull your frequency ear... Resonance higher, irrespective of where it began.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from your perception of your reality to what your reality looks like how much distortion you can clear and how much momentum you can gain on the spiritual and physical levels So this is one of the most important things we do
2: together Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Good. Bring your attention, please, to your back body from behind your heart space all the way up to underneath your occiput.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Right. so this first thing that we're going to release here is attachment to the what is known, okay, what is certain, what makes you feel stable and safe, right, so even if you don't want the thing and you desperately want to change, we can hang on to what it is that we know, so releasing this. And in this same space, releasing the distortion pattern of the yearning for what it is that we think we want. Okay. So yearning only underscores that you don't have it. It underscores lack. So let's release that. Yeah, and bring your attention to your lower spine from between your waist and your tailbone. Yeah. This is the fear or anxiety, depending on who you are, concern about resistance to the unknown.
2: Good. Yep, and this last thing
0: is bring your attention to the space between the vertebrae and your neck. Mm-hmm. This is wanting something to resolve in a certain timeline right? Where you're fighting against divine timing. You just want what you want now. It's all right. It's human. However, it's not serving you, okay? The more you resist like this, the less time or divine timing uh, will work for you, meaning you're not in flow, right? So let's release this. Bringing your attention now, please, to that xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. The sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. So right underneath that, just keeping your attention here for a moment, and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it, just clearing out the pain body, because your pain body has a memory of you before the work was done, and it makes it much harder to integrate. It only just takes a couple of seconds.
2: There we go, good, excellent. Yeah, good.
0: This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.